intrusively. Trouble shows up, busting down doors, pushing you way out in deep waters where it looks like you are directionless. And your God, he appears to be far away. It's critical during times like these that you stick to the plan. You got to cultivate your mindset in the word of God, meditating day and night and stick to the plan. Don't allow the intimidation of trouble pushing you into deep waters to cause you to stumble. Now, you may feel like you are the least. You may feel weak and inadequate. But the truth of the matter is, when you come under the power of the Holy Ghost, when you are abiding in His plan, when you are abiding in the power of God, His instructions for your life, you are not inferior. You are not inferior to your circumstances and your situations. But indeed, with God, you are invincible. Now, what has God told you to do? What has he told you to do to bring about his plans in your life? Now, you may be way in deep waters somewhere. And it looks like his plans doesn't make sense. God doesn't make sense. But... It is critical that you obey God completely. Obey God completely. Do what he has told you to do. And you're going to be victorious. Because God's plans always brings about success. His plans always brings victory in your life. Now I want to take a look at the word of God. What he has to say. I want you to be encouraged. And not be intimidated. By your circumstances and your situations. Over in Proverbs uh, chapter 3, 23, it says, How he'll keep you from stumbling. It says, Then shall thou walk in thy way safely, and thy foot shall not stumble. If you walk in his way, if you walk in his instructions, if you stick to the plan, your foot shall not stumble. Say, my foot shall not stumble. When I stick to his plan, even when it doesn't make sense, my foot shall not stumble. He'll keep you from stumbling. As opposed to those who walk in darkness. If you walk in the dark, if you refuse God, if you turn away from his, his instructions, then you'll stumble. It says over in Proverbs 4.19, the way of the wicked, and anything that's outside of the plan of God, it is wicked. Anything that's moving you from his will for your life, it is wicked. And it says, the way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not at what they stumble. So stay in the light. Keep your focus on God. And be light. Be lightened. Alright? Keep his way. And you're going to have success. His plans always brings victory. So stick to the plan. So I want us to go into this word because it is powerful and we're going to be talking about 
the things that you need to do when you're way out somewhere and it doesn't make sense. You respect the Bible. See, a lot of people, they don't have respect for God, but it doesn't mean that, excuse me. It doesn't mean that you should be um, afraid. I think that's what I was saying, okay, before we uh, got that interruption. I'm sorry about that. But, uh, yes, but you got to just wait upon the Lord and just keep your focus. Keep your focus. He's given us a spirit of power, love, and a calm, well-balanced mind. And we can have that when we abide in his presence. So, as you cultivate a mindset for victory, meditate on God's word. Let's take a look at Joshua. Because this is the main scripture for the whole entire series. We want to keep a sound mind. A lot of people, they don't have a sound mind. Why? Because they're not abiding in this word. This word is a shield against the spirit of witchcraft. They're sending familiar spirits. And this is what the Holy Ghost said uh, as he put me out on this public demonstration. He said a lot of them, they look cute and pretty, but they're mental. They're mental because they're burning to those gods and it those spirits are affecting your mind. Okay, causing chemical imbalance and everything. And so you took the image of the beast and that's what you get. You're a little mental. But when you get over into God, abide in his word, he'll shield your brain. He says it's up to you. And when you stay in him, you have a sound, balanced, well, calm mind. And when you are even up... Against the spirits of witchcraft. They're sending those familiar spirits all at you. You got to have the word of God. You got to abide in his word. That's your protection. It is a shield. It is a shield. It'll shield you. It'll shield your mind. It'll keep you in perfect peace. And so you too late. I've experienced, I've experienced this with God. He said, I keep, when you keep your mind stayed on him, he'll keep you in perfect peace. You don't understand how you're going to get out of the situation. You don't know when and, and, and what time. And, but because you're in the center of his will, you have perfect peace. You have peace in that situation. So it says over in the book of um, um, Joshua, Joshua 1.8, it reads, This book of the law. We're talking about success. We're talking about being prosperous. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then, for then, thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. So if trouble comes knocking at your door, intrusively, no, it doesn't knock. 
just bombard, just bust down through the door. If you continue to cultivate a mindset of victory, meditate in his word day and night, he's going to get you beyond that trouble. He's going to get you beyond that situation where you are in the, in the deep waters to times where your mouth is filled with, with joy and laughter. He promised us that, right? So refuse to be intimidated, but choose to focus. Choose to focus on trusting God. Choose to focus on God. Choose to focus on Jesus. See, Jesus, Jesus Christ, he showed us how to walk down here. And so we got to keep our eyes on Jesus. What did Jesus do? How did Jesus respond to his situation when he was in trouble? He was calm. He was cool. And you know why he was cool? Because he was abiding in God. He knew about his situation. He didn't know everything, but God had been walking him through the whole entire situation. And there were some things he, he, he didn't you know, know exactly how it was going to happen, but he trusted God. And that's the way it is when you are abiding his word. You can have peace. And so he is our example. And he endured. He endured persecution. He endured the shame until he got to the other side. And so he is our example. So if he did it successfully, he has died and given us the victory so we can do it successfully. Right? And when you are, when you stay in God's word, that's when you power up. You power up for times like uh, uh, times for times when trouble intrusively burst through your door, pushing you out somewhere. You power up when you power up in him. You got the power to deal with that circumstance. You got power to deal with that situation. You know how to wait upon the Lord. So, as you cultivate a mindset for victory, meditating on the Word of God, day and night, you're going to successfully overcome trouble. Okay? You're going to have success. You're going to experience success. And you're going to overcome trouble. As you stick to the plan of God I'm telling you, God is going to supernaturally deal with your trouble. You read it. We read scriptures. He said, I'm going to deal with the people that are, that's bringing you trouble. And so he's going to deal with your trouble working against our odds. And so when God doesn't make sense, you out there somewhere and he doesn't make sense. Now, what he, he does is always right. It's just not sensible to us. All right. But when you're out somewhere and he doesn't make sense, you just continue to stick to God's plan, which defies natural circumstances. But I'm telling you, it's going to bring you victory every time. Every time you're going to find out God, he is right. He's on point. He's spot on. Do exactly what he tells you to do. Say God is spot on. He's right. He's all he's right all the time and he's going to bring you victory. Say his plans bring you 
victory. His plans brings me victory every time. He's going to bring you the victory every time. You're going to overcome that situation. We are overcomers in Jesus Christ. Glory to God. So on that note, I love you. And so we've covered the first tip on what to do when you're out there and God doesn't make sense. And so we got six more tips to cover on what we need to do when you're out there somewhere and God doesn't make sense. So the first thing is look to him and be lighted according to the scriptures. Keep your focus on him. Keep your focus on God. Keep your focus on Jesus because Jesus, he's showing you exactly what you need to do. He was our example. That's what you need to do when you're out there somewhere. Trouble intrusively push you out there somewhere in the deep. It doesn't make sense. Keep your focus on God. Keep your focus on Jesus Christ. And so until next time, I love you. And have a wonderful day. Make sure you meditate on this. You in trouble somewhere? Be cool. It's, it's, it's good. God got you. It's going to be all right. So until next time, I love you. And have a wonderful day. Thank you for tuning in with us here at Divine Intervention. I want to close reading this passage of scripture because it is so important that if we're going to have a mindset of victory, we got to get a hold of this word. The word is so important. And so we can't look over that. So every opportunity that we have to just get our attention on what we're dealing with when we're talking about this word it is our owner's manual it's the owner's manual guide that god left for us to operate our lives at the highest possible level and so in john chapter 1 verse 1 it says in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god the same was in the beginning with god all things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of man. Oh, let me read that again. In him was life, and the life, it was the word, and it was the light of man, right? It is the the light of man, and the light shineth in a, in in darkness and the darkness comprehended it not and so the darkness is the fallen angels in the earth but he was the light in the beginning he was the life and the life was the light of man so he is the word the word is the light at the beginning, you had the fallen angels. They were here. Okay, there were two beginnings. Don't forget that. There were two beginnings. And this second beginning, the darkness did not comprehend the light. And so the life of man is the light. If you don't have the life of God, his word on in, on the inside of you, you do not have life. You have darkness. But if you have life, you got his word, his covenant, 
this right here, this Bible, this owner's manual is on your heart. You operate by it. And it's written on our hearts. And you operate by it. You're operating by the light. And that is the life. And so you got the darkness in the earth, but it comprehends not the, the light. That familiar spirit is darkness. And so you don't have the light of God's words in you in that darkness at the beginning. At the beginning, when he started the new beginning with Adam and Eve, it didn't comprehend the, the light. All it, was, it was just after the light, though. And it destroyed the light. It went after Eve and tore her down. It was the walking, living dead himself. Yes. Okay. It was it was the devil himself. And uh, he tore down Eve and, 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 and perverted her. Yeah, he raped her. That's what he did. He was a pervert. He was a walking, living dead animal. Okay? The darkness. And because they had brought the first, the first earth to uh no. It he, they brought it down. The civilization, it was brought down. There weren't any cities. He turned the cities into a wilderness and they would do it again. And so do you get it? The life of man is the light. It's the, the light of God is the life. So there's a lot of people they walk around and they look like they got life. The walking dead is walking around mingling, but they're full of darkness. They don't have the light of God. They don't have the light of his word. So when we when we get the light of God's word on the inside of us, we got life. We got life, okay? It is powerful. So I just want to share that and we need to engage with it every day. So on that note, I want you guys to go by my Divine Intervention website. Check us out at Divine Intervention, our journey. Uh, as we've uh, been on this, what the Holy Spirit labeled the last movement and public demonstration of witchcraft, check us out. It is the last movement indicating his return. So you need to get ready, get ready, get ready because Jesus, he's coming back. And this is the last sign. Glory to God. And then I want you to move over to Twitter. Check us out on Twitter. Check out the most update recent uh, action as far as what's going on, what the Holy Ghost is saying on my Twitter. I'm, I'm engaging a whole lot on my Twitter account. Okay. Check us out on Twitter and uh, Instagram. Uh, my Facebook, okay? And subscribe with us on YouTube, all right? Let's get engaged with one another. And don't forget, yes, don't forget what? The donations. The Bible says give, and it shall be given back unto you. How? Good measure. Uh, Press down, shaking together, running over, shall man give unto your bosom. All right. And so we want to give like that. We want to do it just like that. And don't forget what Paul said. He said, if I give of my spiritual, shouldn't I reap the, uh, the carnal things from you? Shouldn't you give of your carnal? Why? Certainly. You know, so many people, they often go around talking about how Jesus, he was poor and he didn't have anything. But Jesus, he was demonstrating. He was demonstrating to you what you will go through as a Christian because you're not burning to the gods. And so you're going to go through some things until God uh, called you to be a priest or, you know, you come on the priestly covering. You got to go through some things before you experience your resurrection. The, the intent is for you to go a base first, not to go flying high because, you know, you can't handle it. You got to go down, go down, 
die, fall to the ground, die, then you resurrect. And your resurrection, it'll be permanent. But if you skip steps and you illegal, you, you promote yourself, see. You promote yourself, you, you, you're going to be humbled. You're going to come down. And so, yes, his intent is for you to go down and you go up. And it's a permanent situation, glory to God. All right? And you reign with Jesus Christ. And so, uh, when you're not burning, yes, those animals, those uh, devils, they're going to come against you. And they'll throw you out your houses, your homes. That's why so many people, as we've been out over the past years, Young people been thrown out their homes. The parents are throwing them out of their homes. They don't know why, but see, they burn it to the gods. They they don't like purity, and they'll throw their children out. They're not gonna. They they don't like purity, whether you're black or white. Okay, and that's a mark of Jesus on you. A little bit of purity, yes. And they don't like you, and they'll throw you out. And so he knew that his children were gonna be homeless, but Jesus, he had uh, funds. He was supplied through the ministry. People were given, and so. People are not rightly dividing the word of God. And so he, the, 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 the laborer, you know, is worthy of his hire. All right. If you're, I'm plowing in hope and I plow in expectation to receive. Right. And so that's what the word says. And so we're going to go back and we're going to be more explicit. But yes, you give, it shall be given back unto you. Good measures, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men give unto your bosom. In the same manner you're giving to me, it'll be given back to you. God has no respect to person. So until next time, I love you and have a wonderful day.